This episode of Transal Tactics is proudly presented by Gordon Food Service. Welcome to Trestle Tactics, a tips from Trestle Short. We wanted to know what's going to make our podcasts more valuable to you. And the answers were simple. You want easy to implement tactics and strategies that will let you create an outstanding experience around your senior living food and hospitality programming. So let's dive in right now on today's Trestle Tactics. On today's Trestle Tactics, we're going to talk about creating standard operating procedures or SOPs that are actually going to get used and be effective in your operation. First, let's define what standard operating procedures are. Very simply, these are the step-by-step -step documentation of work-related tasks. Their idea is to remove the guesswork necessary to completing assignments and making sure that the specific tasks are completed in the same way every time they're done, making sure you get the same result, whoever's doing the job. So now that we know what SOPs are, one of the things that we usually think about is when we have our standard operating procedures is that big bulky binder that's sitting on the shelf in our offices that either came down from corporate or somebody bought online. Here's the thing, those never get used. So the first thing you should do is toss that binder. What you need to do is you need to make your SOP formats easy and simple to use. Now, the thing to remember is SOPs can be done in many formats. As long as you have these four characteristics, you're gonna create a great SOP and it can come in any shape or size. So it could be a written, it could be a graphical flow chart, it could be ordered images, think about a hand washing sign, or even instructional videos. Whatever medium you decide to use, just make sure it's appropriate for the activity. So what are the four characteristics of a great SOP? One, they're brief. If it's too long, it's gonna get ignored. Two, it needs to be easy to use. If it's way too complicated, your staff won't use it and they won't be engaged with it. Three, it needs to be easy to understand. So simplify whatever the steps are and whatever the process is that you're defining as much as possible. Again, think about the employee that is at the lowest level of competency in your operation. Whoever that might be, the one that you're worried about is going to struggle with this develop it around their comprehension and their capabilities. Everybody will be able to get it that way. And then lastly, it's gotta be accessible. Don't leave it on the shelf. Don't put it um, behind uh, closed doors. It's gotta be a living, breathing tool. That way it's in your operation daily and gets used. When you're thinking about developing those SOPs, make sure though you cover all your bases of the process. So there are four elements you wanna consider. The first is the purpose. The SOP should define the purpose of whatever the work or task is. Second is the actual procedures themselves. Make sure that the guidelines are there for how to do the work, complete the task, get the job done as quickly as and efficiently as possible. Third is the scope, when to use and how to apply the SOP. And then lastly, the responsibilities. Who does this task? who's responsible for it, and who do they need to contact if something comes up and this can't be done the way it's defined. Those are your four elements of standard operating procedure that's gonna make it successful. Are you looking for new ideas? Then you're invited 
to a once a year big show. Gordon Food Show. Taste hundreds of new products. Learn cutting edge culinary trends. Attend expert led presentations. Connect with industry specialists. Special show only discounts. Gain valuable insights. It's free to attend. The possibilities are limitless. Start here, go everywhere. Gordon Food Service. So one of the things that people really get hung up on when it comes to SOPs is, man, I can't start from scratch. This is so much work. Take what you already have in your operation and build upon it. I'm going to give you some suggestions on things that you probably are already using that if you think about these elements we've talked about, you'll be able to enhance them. So obviously your opening and closing checklists, make sure they include these elements. Your section charts, hand washing signage, your cleaning procedures, recipes, cleaning videos. These are all things that you may or may not have in your operation. You have some of them already. They're regulatory items. Think about how you use them and how they could be improved to be a proper standard operating procedure for your team to be successful. And then lastly, is make sure that you have a structure for them. Make sure that you have a way to manage all of it and to keep it current and up to date. So things that you need to include in this, what I call standard operating procedure structure or your SOP structure, is a management outline of all your SOPs. So even if you're using existing tools and improving upon them, make sure that somewhere there's a list of everything that you have and everything that's a tool for your team. Second, make sure there's a process for regularly reviewing these. Whether it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, whatever is comfortable for you, make sure that you're looking at them to make sure there aren't ways to improve them or enhancements or regulations that need to be implemented and cause an adjustment to them. Third, you need to define your team that does this review and make sure it includes all levels of the operation. If you're just looking to your regional team or your corporate team to review and upgrade SOPs, you're doing it wrong. You want those servers and dishwashers and line cooks, you want them engaged in the process. That way you can see what have we done better? What are the hiccups? What are the bottlenecks that we can improve upon in this whole entire operation? And then lastly in your process, Make sure you've got a standard schedule for any new SOP rollouts. Something that can happen is this thing called rollout fatigue. If there are too many processes, procedures, and rules that all get rolled out all at once, your team's going to get bogged down and they're going to go back to their old ways and to their old bad habits. Make sure you've got a process for rolling out SOPs, even in an emergency. That way it's systematic, it's streamlined, and everybody gets up to date and knows exactly what they're doing with these SOPs. So those are our tips and tricks that are gonna help you put in great standard operating procedures. So that way you can have a good foundation for operating your food service in your senior living community. We'll talk to you soon. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Trestle Tactics. Be sure to like and subscribe on any of our channels, YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to us. Also, be sure to follow us on any of your social media channels at Tips from Trestle. Well, thanks for joining us on this episode of Trestle Tactics.